Jolly good afternoon to you and welcome to the bright side on 89.3 Yabatech Radio. My name is Ifuna Emmanuel and I trust that you are fine and well this Saturday afternoon. Trust you are ready for an hour of valuable talk on radio. Of course, you should know by now 12 p.m. to 1 p.m. every Saturday on Yabatech Radio 89.3 FM. I bring you value as always. Well, I believe that this is a time where a lot of people are actually looking for means to generate multiple sources of income. So if you are listening to me and you are interested in actually generating other sources of income, you should maybe think about writing. Yeah, so today we're going to be talking about writing as a means of generating a sustainable source of income yeah if you want to use your pen to put money in your pocket this is the show that you should be listening to as i'm going to have a writer a freelance writer who is going to take us on a journey of how he started to build a career for himself in the writing industry and how you also can do the same i'll put a call across to him right after this break so stay right close to your radio i'll be back this is the bright side on 89.3 yeah but tech radio all right welcome back guys i told us that uh writer will be joining us on the show today uh, and i say it every time that i get the best of the best to be guest on my show so if you are sitting and uh, listening to me this afternoon and you've ever been interested in taking writing as a means of generating income, you know, you want to use your in your pocket. This is the show you should be listening to because I have Ganyu Saeed Ishola. Saeed is a, is a full-time freelance content writer and a copy editor. His area of specialization include blog posts, articles, writing, copywriting, academic writing, and business writing. Uh, he didn't add this, but I'm going to add myself. Actually, this guy is a billionaire writer. So you guys, I just want to listen to him. You know, one thing I say constantly on the show is whatever you're doing or whatever you would ever want to do, it is actually in the hands of people people who are actually practicing this is somebody i want you guys to listen to mr ganyu how are you doing this afternoon yeah thank you i'm great and how are you doing also i'm very very fine yeah all right so so i was telling (laughs) thank you very much so i was telling them that you are a billionaire writer like (laughs) i i I hope you understand what i mean (laughs) Well, I'm not one yet. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I just want us to go right into the conversation. Um, I would like you to tell us a bit more about yourself. Tell us how long you've been into writing and how the journey has been so far. Okay, that's a, a three-in-one question. Yeah. Um, I'd like to tell you about myself. Uh, how I started writing and um, the journey so far. Yeah, yeah. my name is um, Daniel Saeed Ishola. I studied English at Obafemiawolowo University, Lefe, and um, I graduated as the best male in my set. Wow. Um, fortunately, the, the 
Peonia Award or the Alumni Prize for the Best Male with the overall best CGP, which is no less than 3.5. Wow. So I'm actually the first person to get the award. So it started on me. So <laughs> you can call me the lucky one. Basically, yeah, basically, like every other person, I started writing as a kid. Um, write about my best food, write about my holiday, what I would like to become in the future, and many other related topics. And from there, you know, also in the secondary school, um, essay writing was my favorite. Uh, I never it it would I knew it would come naturally, so I would just be expecting the question, and that that was actually the first thing I would answer during my secondary education. Once I get my question paper, I will locate the essay okay. question, and that will be the first question I answer before I go to before I would go to comprehension passage. And after my hello, wow. Hello, can I continue? Okay. Yeah, there was a point where it broke. Um, I couldn't, I couldn't hear you at all. So you said you were saying after your. I said after my secondary education, after okay. my yeah. um, like okay, after my examination, that was when I started thinking writing could be a career. Hmm. So actually, apart from journalists, apart from journalism, I never knew any other way one could make writing a career mm. wow. and then i never seemed to see myself as a journalist so but after my secondary education i had an encounter with wow. um, a mentor today by name who actually pushed me into um freelance writing he actually pushed me into it so after meeting Olasoko Abidin Opeyemi, Olasoko Abidin Opeyemi um, is the CEO of Brain Builders International. And um, I, I decided to join the NGO to contribute my quota to making Nigeria a better place for every one of us. So it would task me to write letters to organizations, invitation letters, you know, fundraising letters, and you know, it would correct my letters and try to push me through. Um, from there, he started telling me about people. Do you know this person? Do you know Konya Debajo? Do you know Mohamed Abdullah So when I when I got home, I would search for those names on Facebook, you know, send them friend requests, and pray they accepted my wow my request. Mm -hmm. So at a point, he told me that. Week one once weekly, I would buy the nation newspaper. Um, I don't know if that is, is still in existence. Then I think the penultimate page, second to the last page of the newspaper, mm. um, would feature an editorial yes. by by world class writers. Mm. So I would buy the newspaper. So I then I had two tasks. The first task was to identify errors 
And um, the goal was not to, you know, soil the image of any newspaper. The goal was rather to, I was preparing for UTME, you understand? So the goal was to sharpen my skill. So from there, it would tell me to follow the structure of the article, to write my own on an entirely different topic. So let's assume the topic for the um, newspaper is politics. You could ask me to adapt to that, to write something on education. So that was when I started writing. And I started adding writers as friends on Facebook to read, you know, about them, to read things they write and probably get inspiration from them. Um, I think I, the vision became clearer when I met Muhammad Abdullahi Tosin. He's a graduate of Union Learning. He studied law, but he's a writer. Um, I, uh, I am not in contact with him. And we're never too close, but I can guarantee that he never practiced law for a, for a minute. I'm very wow. sure of that. So he started writing as an undergraduate and he started making a lot of money as a writer as an undergraduate. So I started following his blog, NigeriaWritersCoach.com. So then I started submitting essay entries, but I never won any, never won any. But Alaska Abidin would continue to encourage me. You are doing well. Oh, this is not bad for a starter. You know, you are just something. People have been into writing six, seven years. You can't expect to come within three months and you know, beat them to the prize. But having the confidence to compete is something entirely good. So at a point, I started my blog as well, at digestedu.com. It's no longer in existence. So I started my blog, you know, I would do, I, I had a section for literary appreciation. I was in love with literary appreciation between 2013 and 2015, before money killed that passion. So I will come back to that. So I love literary appreciation a lot. When I see a, 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 a poem, I want to write something about it. I want to, you know, write about my understanding of the poem. So I started a blog. I would write every day because that was one of, that was one of the lessons I learned from Muhammad Abdullahi Tosin. You want to be a good writer, there is no magic. Write every day. So when you write every day, you become better. So I will write every day and I will publish um, at digestedly.com. I would appreciate um I would appreciate literary works. And I think I I I accepted one or two guest posts then. So when I was running my blog, that was when I made my first money from writing. I had a partnership with with Grammarly. Then Grammarly had a partnership program. So wow. you help them advertise and you get a token. I can't remember, maybe $20 or something. But, uh, you know, it was a lot of money to me then. So I'm very happy. I, I remember my brother, like, person helped me get the money with his um, PayPal mail. So I remember that. So from there, from there, I, when I gained admission into the university, when I got to Bakunawila University, I fell in love with something else, teaching. I stopped writing. Wow. I stopped writing. I started teaching. I did more of learning and teaching because the last thing I wanted to do was English. I never wanted English. I either, I either wanted the law or I wanted literature in English. You know, I was stupid then. Let me say stupid. <laughs> and if you ask me why I used the word stupid, I, I wanted law because, you know, 
the kind of society I came from, everybody's beliefs of law is that career, you understand? Prestigious, so, yeah. so if you are if you think you're an outstanding student in arts department in your secondary education during your secondary education, so you should go for law. But I didn't get law and I was praying to get literature because my English was my weakness. That's the reality. I was very bad at English. I was very bad at English. So I got English. So and because I got the admission already, I knew I had to I knew I had to graduate with good grades. So I started learning to you know to cover up for my lapses and I started teaching as well. So I my point is I forgot writing totally at that point. I stopped writing totally. And that was the case till Wow. We can't hear from here. I think something is wrong. Hello? Yeah, hello? Are we together? Yeah, I yes, I can hear you now. Yeah. Great. I said in my third year in the university or in my final year, I can't remember precisely. Mm. I, I saw the need to revive my writing career. So I volunteered as a writer at um, the United Nations Online Volunteering. Mm. So I started writing for the United Nations Online Volunteering. I think my, my motivation then was, it was also part of my contribution to making the world better. So since I joined Brave Readers, I also become a strong, a, a diehard fan of um, volunteering activities. You know, you have to volunteer and things like that. Yeah. So I will come back to that aspect of volunteering, volunteering. and aspect of and, and money making. Yeah, I will come back to that. So I joined um United Nations Online Volunteering. Then Olasuko Abide, my mentor, started another um organization, UPAB Global Consults. And that organization was supposed to have a blog, you know, a blog section on their website. So myself and a host of other mentees and friends so started writing for, you know, for the website. Also as um, an actual volunteer, not paid. Wow. So, and I think that was the first time I, how can I put it? I felt fulfilled writing, like probably because um, the the organization is a prestigious one, and it has um, this wide audience base. So when I write, a lot of people get to read my article, and I get a lot of comments. Oh, this inside. So I think I remember one of my articles then was um common mistakes people make in applications, scholarship applications. I actually discuss basic things, but it okay. turned out that not many people are aware of that. So I got a lot of positive feedback and it, it, it encouraged me to keep on writing. So then, unless you we didn't, we start sending me links to writing gigs. Try this, I will try, nothing will come out of it. So I never knew I was doing everything the wrong way. 
till um, and after my I think that was the situation till I graduated. After I graduated, while waiting for NYC mobilization, I was working as an assistant of a lecturer in English. And during that time, um, the lecturer would get gigs um, for me, you know, PhD students in other faculties, maybe a group faculties who needed someone to edit their thesis. So I started um, editing for those people as well. And you know, while doing line editing and copy editing, you might have to write. You might have yeah. to cancel some paragraphs and you want to say, oh, you should put it this way. So that was the second time I had from writing or editing together. So the first time was when I got paid by Grammarly. So the second time was when I started getting gigs mm. on referral from um, the lecturer I was working for then. So and that was still the situation. I got my NYC mobilization letter and it was um, Kano. So when I got to Kano States, a friend of mine, Lawa Benjamin, started writing outsourced articles when we were both waiting for NYC mobilization. When I was working as an assistant of a lecturer, you understand? So I would have started then, but uh, the office I was working at was a busy one. So the office was very busy. I would work from morning till the closing hour. So I never had any time to start writing then. Oh. But he introduced me to a freelancing group where he got jobs. So I joined the group, but I never, you know, I never worked for anyone. So when I got to when I got to Kano, I I woke up one morning and on the WhatsApp group I saw a message like, oh, I need an article writer. Um, if you have um, a sample to share, come to my inbox, something like that, and let's discuss. So I shared um, links to my articles on the Power Global Consult, my volunteering, you know, when I was yeah. writing for that organization. So the person I had, so that was my first job. It came from a freelancing group called Five Hour Digs. So I got, I did the job. The person started it. I was very happy. So I remember it was a 500-word article, and I was paid 1,000 naira. Wow. I was very, very happy. I was very, very happy. Oh, I wrote something, you know. That, and actually, let me say this. That was the first time I would write for an international audience. So I took my whole day to write the article, even though it was just a 500-word article. I was afraid I read a lot of... American articles, you know, try to see their style, the tone, yeah. the flavor, and things like that. So, and I was really happy it was a success. I think that was the turning point. Wow. Then I realized um, I can do this thing. So, if I were the one that got the job directly, this I would have done it and I would have got a five star review. So, yeah. it seems I can do it. So, I started hunting for more jobs mm -hmm. on, uh, on the platform. So my notifications are always on and you know, to the highest volume. Once I have any WhatsApp notification, I will check immediately to see if someone is seeking to hire a writer. So I started getting wow. a lot of outsourced articles. And at a point, <laughs> so let me say I became a boss mm, yeah. <laughs> in, my, in that in that domain. Like yeah. I, 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 I can attest to that. <laughs> so who preferred to outsource to me? 
people will come to my neighbor. Are you available for jobs? You know, and I'll be handling two, three articles then. So I will, I will start yeah. to get things off. No, no, This is for now. How much do you want to offer me? If you're offering me wow. something more than that person, <laughs> I will drop that project and, you know. Yeah. Wow. It's... It saved my allowance. <laughs> I thought I could actually save my NIC allowance, you know. Mm. So I think the first three months, I never touched my allowance. And I never touched it. So wow. the money was just, and I was like, oh. Yeah, uh, you know, yeah. that is sustainable. So yeah. at some point, you know, I t- I mentioned one of my friends, Lawa Benjamin. Yeah. Uh, who already started getting outsourced jobs from since we were waiting to be mobilized. So we were mobilized at the same time. He was posted to Sokoto. So before he left, he started, he created the Fiverr account. And he started getting, you know, some orders, even though not consistently. So I think when he got to Sokoto, he tried, he, he tried Upwork. And he started getting so many orders. As in a lot of orders. He started making a lot of money. So at some point, I stopped working for every other person. All other persons, I stopped working for them. Wow. So it became like a partnership between my friend okay. and me. So it would get jobs, outsource some to me, and you know. So I remember that there was a particular time we did a lot of projects together, and it was going to pay me thirty-five thousand naira. That was my payment then for those projects. So he called me that afternoon and say, "Said, listen, with this thirty-five thousand naira, I'm about to pay you." You know, he said, "You know, if not because we are friends, I will not be saying this because it is your money, and you yeah. have the right to pay it however you like." But I want to tell you this. I want to advise you. Invest this morning in Upwork. And I can guarantee it will yield, you know, profits. Oh. Because you have, you have everything it takes to be a good writer. So, and, you know, I've heard so many rumors that um, Upwork is tough. It's very yeah. difficult to get jobs. You waste yeah. a lot of money. You won't get any job. And, and I've actually, I had um, tried Fiverr. I never got another till today. I never got another from Fiverr. <laughs> Don't let us even go to that. So I'm not ready to even start my career. So I'm focused on Upwork for now. So I was like, oh, everybody was saying Fiverr is easy and Upwork is difficult. And on Fiverr, I spent almost a year, not a single order. Wow. So you are now telling me to come to Upwork. So it's like telling a student who failed mathematics to try for their mathematics. Wow. <laughs> I was like, I, I was, I told him, why not just pay me my money and let me go and eat suya, you know? Be- <laughs> <laughs> I was like, so eat suya and fura de nuni. He said, I give it a try, give it a try. So he he, he sent me a person's contact. The person helped me to set up my account. And so I was very lucky. I got my my first job on Nebiswara. Um. He referred a client to me. The client was seeking to hire more writers. So Benjamin told him, oh, I have a friend who is good, blah, blah. So I got my first job on Upwork on a silver platter. I have to be sincere. Wow. I don't want to follow this um, rhetorics of I suffered before I get my first yeah, job. Yeah, I got yeah, my yeah. job on a silver platter. That's the reality. In mm. fact, I never did anything 
extra. I never put in any effort. So the person just sent me an invitation and said, oh, Benjamin told me you're a good writer. So send me a proposal, send me your rate. Let's see if we can work together. I sent them and, you know, we agreed to work together. I think from there, I made my first $100. Hmm. And, you know, so once you make your first $100 on any, you know, then I think maybe dollar was around 400 naira or so. So not bad. Maybe around 40k or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so that, that motivation was enough. I, I never needed any motivational speaker to start telling <laughs> It 40k by we said it's 3k. So mm. within two or three or four or five days, I made 40k. <laughs> now here we go die. <laughs> so I got the so, so that's how freelancing started. Mm. Awesome, sir. Started. Awesome, sir. Man, I enjoyed the tale and the journey from you know the start to where you left us so you know what we're going to go off on a break when we come back you're going to tell us how um, the writing industry is currently um, right now and what its profitability is i mean you've given us insights into that but more details will come shortly after this break stay right close to your radio this is still the bright side on 89.3 yaba tech radio Welcome back to the show. If you are a writer, someone who's interested into uh, in writing, uh, you want to make money from writing. I have somebody who has, I mean, walked the talk, Mr. Ganyu, who is currently sharing his journey and how you can be a part of that process. I mean, how you can, yes, make money from writing. Yeah, so I want to ask Mr. Ganyu, um, what is currently the state of the writing industry in the country? And on a surface level, what is its profitability like? Yeah. Thank you for that question. I'll be sincere with you. I don't know much about the Nigerian writing industry because ever since I started working as a freelance writer, I've only worked with um, a Nigerian, just one. A Nigerian abroad wow. who hired wow. me to wow. assist her with um, a project. So mm. I worked with her as a project assistant. So that was that's the only person, that's the only Nigerian approach for as a freelance writer. I think I know more about the, the international um, industry yeah. and since it is international industry, you know. Everyone has um, access to it, whether you are Nigerian or Ghanaian, and mm. wherever you come from. Yeah. The writing industry, to the best of my knowledge, is booming. Mm. It has always been on the rise. It, it, it gets better every year. And um, I think my observation is that writers benefited most and still benefit yeah. from the COVID-19 pandemic. Mm. Mm. Now, when uh, during the outbreak of the COVID-19, uh, of the coronavirus, yeah. you know, there was a need for people to, you know, there was a need for social distancing, yeah. you know, to work from home. So, 
there were more writing, there were lots of writing jobs on the internet then. Mm. There were a lot of writing jobs, more, much more than before. So a lot of people in a lot of companies needed to downsize, sacked um, in, in-house writers, um, you know, preferred to hire a freelance writer to get paid for whatever they do instead of paying a high, you know, a huge amount of money to someone yeah. who is um, an, a, a in-house writer. So writers benefited a lot from um, the COVID-19 and uh, from the coronavirus pandemic. Yeah. And yeah. Um, I think till now, the industry is doing well. And um, the profitability depends on every writer. That's the reality. Mm-hmm. I know people who make um, some thousands every month. I know people who make millions every month. Wow. So I know people who make millions in Naira and people who make millions in dollars. Dollars. So, mm. yeah. so it's actually about, it depends on every individual. That's the reality. Since the writing industry we are talking about, you know, when we say writing industry, it's actually white. So, okay. And I want to believe our focus is freelance writing industry. So not um, publishing or any other one. So the freelance writing industry is very profitable, but it comes with hard work, patience, and commitments. Wow. Awesome. So do you actually think that literally works are appreciated the way they should be in our environment? When you no. see people who... No. Mm. No. <laughs> okay, that's actually a blunt no. answer. <laughs> no. They are not appreciated at all. That's the reality. They are not appreciated at all. I have a lot of poets around me, and I always tell them, as of today, I don't know what will happen tomorrow, mm. but as of this noon, this weekend, I don't know what, what will be the reality on Monday. Mm. Literary works is not profitable. Mm. Literary... I, I can't think of any literary work that is profitable. You know, um, I'm at, just like I said, I'm actually referring to, okay, let me be, let me be specific. Okay. You know, when we say the, the aspect of um, appreciation, maybe if you talk of um, poetry, maybe we should take them one after the other. Okay. To the best of my knowledge, Poetry is not appreciated at all, at all. Prose and drama are appreciated if we are talking about them in the international um, markets, not our local drama and prose. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I mentioned something earlier that the market I focused on is an international market. 99% of my clients are Americans and, you know, Britain. Wow. Um, and British, sorry. Yeah. So if we are talking of um, prose and poetry, and we are talking of drama and prose, in that market, it is a multi-billion dollar market. Mm. But coming to the Nigerian market, it is not encouraging. Mm. Wow. I think that answers the question clearly. So instead of saying yeah. better than the, my earlier no, actually yeah. my earlier no, I I I thought you were referring to the Nigerian market alone. So then I realized, okay, 
what if we actually say like kind of export that kind of writing to the international yeah. market? Yeah. Fact. Story writing is one of the hottest um, niches on freelancing platforms like Fiverr and Upwork. So people who are good at who are good at storytelling and can write, you know, foreign stories and dramas make a lot of money on the platforms. Wow. Okay, so let's come to how or the ways writers can actually export their, you know, their works to be seen by this international audience. Since uh, in our own environment, they might not get as much appreciation as they actually deserve. So how can they well, export it to, for the eyes to see? Yeah. If I would do justice to this question, I would need like five hours. Wow. But since we don't have uh, all the time here, mm. I would just try to, you know, to summarize. And I think our listeners can leverage that to do their own research and get more detailed information. There are so many ways to connect with um, prospects and clients. I mentioned Upwork earlier. So that's a freelance site. So all you have to do is to register on the platform. Upwork doesn't accept all applications. So your application has to be strong. So let me drop a, uh, let me drop a hint. So if you are listening to this and you want to create an Upwork account, choose a less popular category. Let's say for instance, you can choose um, animation. It's not, it is not as um, populated as writing. Even if you are into writing, choose animation to get the mm -hmm. account approved. Okay. And after the account is approved, you can change it to whatever category. Writing is kind saturated. <laughs> wow. That's the right. So the writing applications are more likely going to be rejected. Decline. So after creating the declines, yeah. So after creating your um, profile, then you can start selling your service. So I don't want to go into details of how to sell your service because of time. So you can do the same thing on Fiverr. You can do the same thing on Freelancer. You can do the same thing on Crave Lancer. You can do the same on, um, can I remember the name of this? People per hour. People per hour. So, and there are so many other ones. Yeah, you can do that. So that's for freelancing platforms. So what those are, what these freelancing platforms do is to connect you who wants to, uh, who want to sell a particular service to people who need your service. And those yeah. platforms get a, a commission from the service fee. So apart from that, you can use some social media platforms, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and most importantly, LinkedIn. So you can get jobs on them. So, you know, have a professional profile. So I can't talk um, a lot about LinkedIn because I'm just learning about it as well. But I know people who are majoring in, in, into that and I can guarantee that it's a, a very rich market where you can make a lot of money. So apart from that, I think that it's also code emailing. Where I think that's on the, on the advanced level, where you reach out to prospects who might need your service via 
um, an unsolicited email, and from there you can strike a deal. So there are so many ways. So those are some of them. Okay. So I was wondering, what if I didn't get to study English language like you? Does it mean I would never be able to, you know, venture into writing, even though I have passion for it? Not at all. Not at all. Well, for a person like myself, for a person like me, maybe I have a chance today because I study English. And that's because my English was abysmal, very bad. Still not, still not at the base. But probably uh, the fact that I studied English has helped me a lot to improve. So, but we all know that reality is there are people who are just good at, yeah. at English. Probably because due to their background, their origin, their exposure to you know foreign movies mm. and things like that. So you don't have to study English. Mm. None of my mentors studied English. None. None. Wow. Daud Solaimon studied something statistics. Augustine OJ studied something related to medicine, from right? Mm. Um, magician, I don't know what the magician studied, but he didn't study English. Mm. Um, all of them, all of the aristocrats, never studied English, Nigeria, never studied English, all of them. So your discipline is not a, is not a barrier. And it is not a prerequisite. So what is needed is the skill. And that is the interesting thing about freelancing. Nobody's is, nobody's is, is um, interested in your discipline. Nobody is interested in your certificate. People only need your skill. In fact, you might decide not to go to any school. Nobody will ask you. Mm. So what people need is your ability to solve their problem. Because people actually have a problem and they need people to solve the problem. So maybe the a person needs a resume, a CV. So that's a problem. If you can do that, nobody cares about where you are from, whether you are from Nigeria, you are from a strong state, even though there is this, um, we understand there is still a um, stereotype of Nigerians being scammers. So, but I think we are, we are regaining the trust. I can say that confidently, we are regaining the trust, especially in... Um, Nigerians are known to be are known to be good writers. We are known to be good um, techies, you know. These people into app developments, web design, and things. So Nigerians are very trusted. I um, are, are trusted a lot in those industries. So we are gaining the trust. Your discipline, everything you can think of, is not a barrier. All you need is your skill, passion, and the bravery to take action. Wow. Thank you so, so much, Mr. Ganyu. It's my pleasure, sir. All right. So I'm going to ask, uh, what are something like your last words to those looking to delve into the writing industry or as a means of, you know, sustainable income or those who are even practicing at the moment but are facing some hard time, you know, they're not getting as much clients as they want? Well, you want me to address two categories of people. So 
I can't give them a custom idea. So I can't give the general idea. It's not going to work for the, for the two categories. For those who are, you know, considering writing as a career, I want to be sincere with them. Number one, I believe the best time to start um, your career as a freelancer is doing it on the graduate level. Mm. That's because you will have um, the opportunity to, you know, to make money from something else apart from writing. Maybe teaching at some tutorials, you know. And so the reason is the reward for writing does not come immediately. So you might need an alternative source of income until you start making money from writing. Okay. So apart from that, you might want to consider starting your writing career as a youth corps member, you know, whether 33K or not, or whether 33K is adequate or not, I mean, it's just, it, it, um, you know, you have a stable source of income. Yeah, something to fall back to. Mm. Yes. So you may want to, that actually helped me. So I was not in a hurry. I had something I was living on. So I was not expecting the result to be immediate, even though it was quite fast. Mm. So generally, my, my point is, when you are starting um, a career in writing, try to get another source of income mm. so that you don't get so... Frustrated. Yes, frustrated and anxious. Easily, yeah. You don't expect the results to be earlier than it should be. Mm. So, you know, you don't expect the success to be overnight. So it is good to have a, an alternative source of income mm. till things start working fine for you. And for those who are struggling, everyone is struggling. Well, the definition of struggling, you know, <laughs> is um, differs across um, different individuals. Yeah. So a person might tell you they are struggling, and the many of that is they have, they have yet to make $5,000 in, in that month, you understand? So I know people whose benchmark is $5,000 in a month, and when they make $2,500, which is $1.5 million, mm. you know, they say they are struggling that this month is not good. This month has not been rewarding. Mm. And that amount is another person's life saving. You understand? Yeah. So you get that. So when a person yeah. says they are struggling, so you have to be very specific. So, but if a person is struggling in the real sense of it, all the person has to do is to get back to the drawing board. Mm. Are you actually offering the right thing? If you are on an offer, for instance, you may want to consider revamping your profile. You may want to consider going into another category of, of whatever niche you are in. You may want to consider checking the basics of your proposals. And you may want to consider writing more proposals. You know, the more you write, the higher your chance of winning at least one of them. So, and maybe Fiverr, with the little I know about it, maybe you want to consider um, buying a review. Or you want to consider setting another gig, or even a bit of the current one, change the keywords, the, the tags, and some other things. Maybe your gig will, will, will rank. Mm. So those are things you may want to consider. Awesome. Thank you very much, sir. 
Um, I believe there are going to be questions and people who want to find out more. So you might want to give us your socials, how people can get a hold of you on social media so that maybe, you know, you could attend to their questions. Yeah. Well, before I do that, let me say this. All right. Um, a full-time freelance writer. Full-time. I don't have any other thing I do with my life wow. apart from writing. So um, my days might be busy, you understand? Yeah. And we are a very sensitive generation, a generation mm. that, um, that takes everything to, to social media platforms. Mm. So a slight mistake. It's already in um, the person's WhatsApp status on Facebook posts. And so let me mention that if you contact me, if you are listening to this and you want to contact me to help you in any way, and you drop a message, and your message has not been attended to for, let's say, five hours. I'm not proud. I might be trying <laughs> to meet them. Yeah. So I don't owe my time. Some, some people have paid for that time for me to work yeah. for them. So I can't because I want to help you and, you know, yeah. destroy my own career. So you might want to know that if you send me a message. I try as much as possible to respond to messages. So most times, I wait till um, nights. I spend my night replying to messages, having met my, my deadlines. And for this one, I don't have deadlines to meet. So I'm always free. In fact, I even have a long conversation. Yeah. So back to your question, my WhatsApp number is 481 2626 I might not make a post in a week, but I'm active. Don't worry. I'm reading yeah. my posts, post, you know, I'm tapping my skills. I'm reading posts about, you know, how to get better as a writer. So, you know, it's a journey. No one is perfect. So we always have bosses who make posts on Facebook. I'm always there to consume those informa- the information. So I'm, I'm active on Facebook. I'm active on WhatsApp. I'm active on LinkedIn. Okay, thank you so, so much, sir. And this is how we call it a wrap on the show today. I mean, I enjoyed every bit of information you, you dropped here. It was value, value, value. Thank you so, so much, sir. It's my pleasure, sir. Thanks for having thank me. You. All right, I will hope that some other time we'll find time to you know talk about this at a more detailed and deepened level. I hope so as well. All right, sir. Do have a great weekend, sir. And you too, sir. Thanks so much. Thank you. Bye. Bye Bye-bye.